Welcome to BitFaced. The long-awaited Strip Club Massacre episode is here, and I can't speak for the, the guy sitting across from me, but I will tell you that I think we had a lot more uh, fun than we expected to have on the set of Strip Club Massacre TRG. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, I went down expecting to have a blast, but my God, it was insane. Uh, one thing I really enjoyed is I felt like, and I think we, we talk about this in the interviews, but I felt like from the second we walked in the door of the first set that we visited, everyone there treated us like, not only like friends, like family. family. Yep, absolutely. I walked in, everyone's smiling and waving. Hey, what's up? Nice to meet you guys. And yeah, just 100%. It and felt just like family. And I think that translates too when we got to sit down. I don't like interviewing people. I like to think about BitFaced as more of a conversation. And that's kind of how it felt. And everyone was super nice the next day when we actually got to be on set. And uh, spoiler alert, I know a lot of you out there are probably going to watch Strip Club Massacre. And we're going to make sure that we get a copy of Strip Club Massacre to a lot of you, too. Because um, we're big supporters of the film. But Run TRG's first lap dance ever was documented on film. Now, whether it'll make the final cut of the film, that, of course, is up to director Bob Clark. But... I know for a fact that Tyler's first lap dance was captured on film because I was sitting behind him and Bob's instructions to me were to act crazy and to kind of berate him, which was no problem and no stretch at all for me. <laughs> I was completely able to play my, uh, my character that day. That w it was just – it was a lot of fun being on the set. I noticed too – and this is, uh, this is something that wasn't unexpected to me – how much fucking work goes into the production. Oh, yeah. And – I think that Strip Club Massacre has completely benefited from the fact that everyone I talked to was on board. Yeah. There was no one there that didn't want to be there. There was no one there that wasn't bringing their A game. Uh, the production was, was wonderful, but, yeah, how much work. I mean, literally, we were on the set for two days, and we got to talk to Bob for five minutes. Uh, did we get five minutes? We might not even have gotten that. I mean, I knew he would be busy, though, but you could tell – that Bob was putting everything he had into every inch of frame that he was shooting. And so was the crew, and so was the cast. Oh, yeah. It was insane. Like, looking at Bob, you could just see, like, a hundred things running through his mind every second. And you're like, I have no idea where you're fucking going next. I, I'm just surprised he had the time to sit down and talk to us for the, the short amount of time yeah. that uh, we did. And that's one, of my, that's one of my only regrets. I expected to not get enough time with Bob, but I did tell him, of course, he's welcome to come back on BitFace. In fact, I'd like to do an episode with just him and Bruce again to talk about the movie post-production. Yeah. We, of course, were also, not of course, but we were invited to go to the premiere as well. And I think we're going to go back and sit down with some of the cast and crew after the movie, after we all get to watch the movie together yeah. and kind of get their take on the, on the whole experience. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we got, you're going to listen in a couple minutes, we got the chance to talk to them about them being in the movie, but now we're going to get the chance to talk to them about how much work and just like whether they're just glad it's over or whether they just want to jump into another project right away. And so. to be fair, we didn't want any – we were very careful to not spoil anything. Even though you and I did get to hear some spoilers, yeah, they weren't when we were recording, and those are things that I'll just tuck away and I won't mention until after the film was out. Anyway, we can't say enough about how much the cast and crew of Strip Club Massacre welcomed us to their, to their, their event to their art, and they let us be a part of it for two days, and it was absolutely wonderful. Yeah. I also want to say that later on we're going to interview Layla Penley, and she says nonchalantly how I compete in pole competitions. I, 
Oh my god. Yeah, I'm a dancer. We got to see her actually dance on Sunday, and I have never seen someone with that much talent on the pole. I mean, you're talking about a standing ovation in a room full of people. So she completely short sells this, guys. When you get to oh. actually see Layla dance in the movie, you're going to be blown away. I know that Tyler and I were. Yeah, the entire time I sat jaw dropped. Just it 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 did blow my mind. It really did. Everyone was so talented and and so nice. And, you know, I don't know how many times someone on the cast or crew offered me a beer or just sat down to chat with me outside of BitFaced. So I, I don't know, Tyler, we're, we're, we're batting a thousand here. Every time we go meet someone we've never met before, we end up making new friends. Yeah, and I think, that's, uh, I think that's why we do this every week. Yeah. Um, anyway, to kind of get names out here, because one thing we realized being on an indie film set is it's not as organized, and you guys are going to laugh at that, as a normal episode of BitFace. We really had to get people coming and going in between the scenes. So what you're basically going to hear is we're going to start off with Bruce and Bob. Bob has to take off to go do directorial stuff. We go right into that to the two stars of the film, Alicia Watson and Mark Law. Then you'll hear Layla and the wonderful Danielle McKay, who – I have a mad crush on, but anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, and then we talk a little bit to Courtney Riggs and Aaron Brown, who I'm honestly, especially now that I'm kind of connected with Aaron Brown, I'm definitely going to bring her back just to do an episode alone yeah. on what a filmography. Yeah. I've uh, never she, talked to someone that's done that many movies in my entire life. Uh, what was it, 81 we ended up talking 81 about? 81 films, I yeah. think she's done, which – not many people can say that. And you want to talk about someone that has such a good attitude yeah. towards every single project that she's done. Courtney Riggs, also wonderful. We didn't really get to talk to Courtney about being a gamer, and I promise you guys if we do go back to the premiere, that is the first question I'm going to ask Courtney. But Courtney was wonderful, and she actually stayed longer than she even should have and interviewed with us again with, uh, with Bruce, which was wonderful. And then finally, right before – and this episode does end abruptly because they had to start shooting. We get to talk to uh, first-time producer Dave Lesky, who was wonderful. I had some wonderful conversations with Dave outside of the podcast. I mean, when you have a movie with a first-time director, first-time actors, first-time writer, and a first-time producer, everyone on that set had to love everything that they were doing. And that's what I saw on the set of Strip Club Massacre. Oh, absolutely. And if you do want a little sneak peek, right now they're running an Indiegogo campaign. So we'll post a link to that. Check it out. And the uh, the sneak peek trailer, it is, it's a blast. You guys are going to love the movie. I, especially those of you out there. I know I chat with a lot of the, the fans of BitFaced. And a lot of you love indie movies. This is one definitely get get behind. You know, Even if it is just a couple dollars. Send them their way. It's, it's for a good cause. Get a T-shirt out of it. Get a prop from the movie. You know, get a set visit. Get a DVD signed by Aaron Brown. You can't absolutely beat that. Anyway, you can tell how much fun I had in Atlanta because I've been sick for a week. I still don't even have my voice back. Did you have fun? I mean, we, we did the, the Strip Club Massacre thing, but outside of that, Tyler, did you have fun in Georgia? Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. It was the one of the best four-day vacations that I've, I've probably ever taken. It went by way too quick. Everything was just a blur, but it was an awesome blur. You kind of got to see my old college town. You got to go drinking at some of my old bars. We tried to have fun in between the work, but the work was fun too. It was. Um, so anyway, this episode is, is heavily edited together, but you're really going to get to hear from everyone that I just mentioned. 
um, from the set of Strip Club Massacre. We had a blast doing it. Uh, anyway, cue the uh, the bit face music. Standard industry standard. I I don't know. Okay. Oh, it how does, does it sound? Great. Doesn't so, it yeah. sound pretty cool? It sounds nice. It's crisp. It is. My peas are popping. Yeah. <laughs> My C's are cutting. I guess. <laughs> um, I feel like I have to make a concerted effort to get up on this bitch here, but you kind of um, do. Though we've had to like reshoot shit, and we had uh, you know we had a yacht club at our ex- uh, disposal, um, and that we lost that, and you know in the process of losing him. So this was kind of a last-minute thing. The, the lady that owns this house, Pam, is 100% behind us and said, just use my house. Matter of fact, one of the, the girl, Layla, who lives in Athens, she just crashes here when she needs to. So. Wow. Are we going to interview uh, we're just shooting the <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. J- um, jump on, Bob. Yeah. So, yeah, the, uh, the, you know, the, I think <laughs> the, the point being, like, all these little bumps we've had and all the, all the shit we've had to circumvent has actually got us in a point now where uh, I think everyone's a lot tighter and we feel like, I don't know if cleansed is the word, but just despite having to do these last-minute changes, I think we've done probably better than we thought we were going to do initially. I think we had a freak-out moment initially, but, you know, bringing on a new producer and having to do all the last-minute ah, changes, yeah, we've yeah. actually done an amazing yeah. job of getting shit done despite having that huge of a change. So, yeah, we're shocked. Um, but we all thought the guy had the best intentions, um, um, but it just didn't work out. So, wh- you know, you can why court ever spilt milk, right? So. <laughs> right. So, what other uh, challenges have you guys? I mean, I mean, come on, it's an indie film. It's nothing but challenges. We've recast every character except for one that proved from the time we started writing the movie. Go right into the top, Bob. From the time we started writing oh, the movie to today, uh, we've recast every character but one. <clears throat> Entire cast. Wow. So wow. That was, that was uh, actually we are. Uh, there it is. Just to let you guys. Yeah. No, you're you're fine. The orange was better. Wear that. No, wear that. <laughs> <laughs> Strippers randomly here's showing the, here's their... Here's the ball gag. Uh, that's, yeah, that incoming ball gag. Uh, <laughs> um, where are we at? Oh, the cast. Uh, yeah, we've had to recast almost every cast yeah. member, and we've even had to switch around some of the uh, behind-the-scenes roles, but... We've I mean, actually, mm-hmm. in the last week and a half, had to change location in two places. Three places. Mm-hmm. So we talked about that. us scoring with Pam with yeah. this place, so... yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what, though? Uh, this was, again, being that I'm in Florida, I'm a disconnected from a lot. And so Bob tries to highlight me on a daily basis of what's going on. And so sometimes I fuck up and forget, uh, that's and right. forget the text. No, no, no. So I get the main <laughs> ideas, but I, I lose a lot on the details. But when I talked to him and Nick, our film guy, um, they, they said we're, despite all that, um, we're like about 65-ish percent. They're about 65 percent done filming. I mean, we've gotten all that out of the way. So I'd, I thought we were still reaching that apex, but we're actually on the downslope now. Yeah, so. we're on the downslope pretty fucking exciting because yeah what was it just october right and we last spoke and that was five months ago and it was i mean at the movie at that point bob you were honest with me it was getting done no oh, matter yeah. what but yeah. it was well you guys yeah. have made a lot of progress yeah oh absolutely well and yeah we 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 at that time had all these things ironed out and a lot of them have transpired differently than we planned 
but yeah, even still, we're still on point, and yeah, like sixty five percent done filming. So how much of the script, and you don't have to get into details, <laughs> but how much Dude, of the script have you guys had to change? I listen. I co-wrote the script with Bob, and I don't fucking know what's going on anymore. So every time um, you do a just film, a lot of uh, yeah. daily rewrites. Yeah, the, you know, when they're filming every day, yeah, there has to be little revisions here and there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'd say that the. Uh, like the the meat and potatoes of the script is certainly there. The skeleton is certainly there, but uh, we've had to make a lot of uh, changes to the muscular. You also tweet, and, and, and one thing I take pride in is the fact that I'm not a arrogant person. I'm arrogant, but not to a degree where you have to do it my way or the highway. I'm very open when I'm on set with my talent. I want them to get the gist of the scene out, but I want them to say it in the way they would say it, what they feel comfortable saying. So we'll be on set. We'll do five or six takes sometimes. I'll say, you know what? Let's go with that line. And we yeah. just, you know, on the spot. There's a lot of improv- improvisation in this film, which makes it look real. And yeah, we, we said we like the, it that way. We, we said from the get-go, like, look, we know what we want the script to. We, want, we know what the job of the script is. But if the girls accomplish that job via a different method, you know, putting their own spin on things, then so be it. I mean, it's, it's still we're still getting the point across. And speaking of that, so. I have to actually go upstairs and talk with some of our cast members and get that going. So. Okay. Take it away, cool. I shall, I shall. Thanks, Bob. Yep. Couple minutes? Yeah. Pop in. Pop in. Hey. Mm, come in. Part of my, my robe and also my book. No. <laughs> that's, a, that's a wicked cold so I got. It. All right. So I will introduce our lead actress, Miss Alicia Watson. Hello. Busted lip and all. Yes. Busted lip and robed up. Yes, as always. And uh, our leading man, the ever fucking magical and gorgeous <laughs> Mark Law. What's going on, guys? Welcome to BitFace, guys. We're very, very happy to have you here. (laughs) Oh, good to be here. Yes. Excellent. So tell us, what is the best thing about doing an indie horror film? Wow. Uh, Uh, So far, (laughs) it's just been a lot of fun. The cast, everybody gets along. Um, I've never personally done an indie horror film before, so all uh, all the special effects is new to me. And they've been doing a really good job, obviously. (laughs) So that's really cool. Yeah, it's like straight out of the Waffle House right there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I've just been a long day. I've been a long night. That's what it looks like. Uh, this would be uh, the second one for me, right. and um, you know, and it's it's. Uh, we can I mean, get him a chair. Yeah, you can. Feel I mean, free it's to put the headset on if you want. Oh yeah. If it's not going to mess up your hair, yeah. and then um, you can hear yourself. But yeah, no, it's it's, it's getting to play with the makeup <laughs> and the special effects and doing all that cool stuff. You know, to be able to transform and and. And uh, the last one I did was the same kind of deal. You know, I was getting the you know the hell kicked out of me, and so you know with all the bruises and, and lip cuts and you know swollen eyes and everything, it makes it a lot of fun. Too, you know, it's a, it's more of a relaxed type set. You know, it's an indie, so it's not as a um, you know it's not as I mean even though you know we take everything that we do seriously, they definitely have a, a lot of fun on set. You Way know, more it's relaxed not as, uh, for sure. Yeah, it doesn't like you have like, feel like almost like a corporate feeling to it. You know what I mean? We right. we show up, we have a good time. Drink a beer, do our lines, you know, get everything recorded, and then and then we wrap it up, you know. So, uh, for that that particular reason, you know, I like I like the indie side. So. Definitely. Yeah. How long have you guys both been acting? I started when I was twenty, so five years Six now. Months. <laughs> Six months ago. <laughs> don't, don't crack your lip. Don't I know. Crack I can't lip. smile sorry, right sorry, now. Sorry. I have a list right now. Uh, first thing I ever did was back in '97, uh, actually. So, it, but that was uh, my senior year of high school, um, and it's just kind of been going on and off, you know, for the last few years. But uh, never gave up, and uh, you know, the last three years have actually really been hitting, and uh, now I'm working, working pretty much all the time. So, 
Where can uh, our listeners see you, Mark? Because I'm sure that they're going to go back and they're going to want to check out some of your back catalog. Right. Uh, well, I mean, I guess, I mean, the first big thing I ever did was uh, actually remember the Titans. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, man. But I mean, at the time I had hair, so I mean, you won't be able to. They're not going to recognize you. Yeah, I got a shaved head right were, now. Were you on the team? Yeah, I was on Denzel's team. You're fucking Denzel. kidding. I was more or less like a featured extra, but since I was on wow. the team, you know, I was everywhere you did and that you needed to be. I mean, I was all over that place, all over the movie, popping up everywhere. And that's kind of, you know, where, you know, it's like, man, this is a lot of fun. That's you know, so to see cool. your screen, your it name was on the screen for the first time. Oh, wow, that's awesome. It was credited, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, no, I'm going to, I liked the movie before. <laughs> now you got to go see that. Like, oh, man, that's what you look like yeah. when, when you were younger. Fuck you know? yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, outside of that, I uh, no just finished up a, um, a straight-to-Netflix movie uh, called The Crooked Mind um, up in New York City. And um, they're finishing up the editing process right now, so it's still in post, and um, and it should be coming out May June, and uh, you know we'll finish this up, and I got a few other things in the works right now. Anything else you want to plug coming up? You kind of keeping everything under the under wraps? I or? mean, that would be the only one I guess that I would plug right this second. Okay. So, yeah, but I mean, I'm uh, again, you know, it's Mark Law, and you can look me up on IMDb, and you know, it shows all my credits and and, and all my information. So. Awesome, excellent. Yeah. Yep. And Alicia, I want to say I've seen you somewhere before. Where where am I recognizing you from? Your oh, wildest no. dreams. <laughs> Besides I that. Know. Were you a Days of Dead? No. Oh. Hmm. The waitress at Twin Peaks said the exact same thing to me yesterday. I'm not kidding. Um, uh, social media, maybe? Possibly social Possibly? media. Any, have I you been in a movie I might have seen? Um, I was in a made-for-TV movie on Cartoon Network called Level Up. All right. If you caught really? that one, <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely that's absolutely where I know you from. No, wow. shitting me. Get out. No. That is absolutely where I know You're you from. You're joking. That's so. People it's watch time that? to throw that's down. Awesome. It's time to level up. Come on. Yeah, oh, I've seen it. That's so cool. What? Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Yes. Well, thank you for my residual checks because that's <laughs> no, that's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. you were the main character in Level Up, weren't you? Or one of them? No. Well, I had a really small role, but I had a lot of there dialogue no with the main role. character. So, yeah. Hey, man, I work for that role. Heck yeah, I, man. I didn't know that. That's yeah. Look at you, fancy know. pants. That's two things that you figured out about your own cast just in <laughs> five yeah. minutes. Right? You can you can work with them every day and go it's through so all true. these sorts of motions, but yeah, it's uh, you don't really just. Yeah. talk stuff a whole lot. So. Yeah, that was a lot of time. Yeah, that was a long you. time Both ago. you guys. Wow. Yeah. Five oh, years cool. ago. <laughs> See? Brett. Long time. I, I brought my A game today, Tyler. Are, are you happy? Are you proud? Your Cartoon Network A game. My Cartoon Network A game. That's so cool. I love it. <laughs> now you know you how much of children we are. Yeah, you get a trivia question now. Children at heart, I think, is the proper. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk a little bit about the characters you guys play in the movie? Is that, sure. is that cool? Yeah. You want, you want to get into that? Oh. You're going to love it. Sit down. Yeah, you, you'll love it. It, it's it like sounds. it's like night and day. I'm so happy. I don't want to yeah, take this off now. Get a little bit closer. Get air next to Brett. Ooh, solid, extra dry. Yeah, we all remember that one, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> Tyler doesn't, but the rest of us do. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Nah. The older ones. I'm yeah. the young one. Are you? I'm 26. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got about 11 years on you, so that's all I'm right. I'm 25, so. Oh. I'm not the young one. So that's go. why I guess Finally. we're yeah we're uh, in front of each other and then they're on then their side right. This is the the elder end of the table and we'll just turn our backs. We got the 90s vibe going here. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like Let's it. just talk yeah. to ourselves here, right? So no, tell us about the characters you guys play in Strip Club Massacre. Okay, Mark, you want to go first? Sure. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, my name's John. Um, I am the owner of the strip club. Um, I, I'd say it's. I mean, it's a pretty. I wouldn't say it's a complex character at all. You know, he's. Uh, you know. 
pretty much uh, kind of starts off as, you know, he's always nice to his ladies and, uh, you know, runs the place very professionally, um, but definitely has a uh, intimidation factor about him that um, definitely comes off, you know, uh, on, you know, on screen. And, uh, but still it's, uh, you know, but still respected, you know what I mean? So it starts off like that and then kind of transitions into a little bit more of a not so nice guy. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Got it. So yeah, it just it's a, it's just something. It's a it's you know it, it, it when you, when you watch it, you know it, you'll you'll be able to kind of you know, see the transition. You know, so from being like the nicer guy, then I start going down, and you just start mean mugging the hell out of people. You know. And is that <laughs> is that the kind of part you like to play as an actor? Uh, it's a tight cast. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean it really is. So, but it's but uh, but I like it. You know, I've done it you know quite a few times, and it's uh, it's something I feel like I'm good at. I feel like I've gotten it down. But the fun thing is that even though it's a different uh, it's a different character, things do change. You know what I mean? So as far as the looks and everything, I, I, you know, I get that. But um, but I each character is different, and you get to you know kind of switch it up. Even though it's very similar, they're also very different. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Alicia. Well, I play Megan who is the uh, main character in this story. Uh, sh I like playing her. She's a lot like myself. She, She's a good girl. She's nice. She's innocent, but she also doesn't take crap from people. Um, basically, she just has a really – can I curse? I don't know. Please. Absolutely. <laughs> has a really <laughs> fucked up life. Okay? Like, the yeah, things that happen to this girl in her life are like – it's like the universe is completely against her. Like – you're going to watch it and be like, how many bad things can happen to one person? Like that, that can't even be real life. So basically just in sequence, bad things after bad things, she, she finally it's, – it's like when so – I would compare it to somebody in high school just being bullied so much to the point where they just are like, you know what? Fuck everybody. Like I'm not taking this anymore. I'm, I'm going to stand up for myself. So that final button was pushed. Yeah, exactly. Just completely pushed over the edge and like I'm not going to let people walk all over me anymore. It's fun to watch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. I love transforming. I love playing. Uh, I love playing a good girl. I love playing a nice girl, but I also like transforming and, and playing the bitch too. So I can do both very well. <laughs> so I can probably guess you start off probably pretty abused in the movie and move towards a redemption. Not to spoil you'll anything, but you'll see. You'll just have to see. There's a, there's so many things that that happened to her that in in different order in different sequence, but it's all equally fucked up. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Have you enjoyed the, the, the makeup, the effects? Is that appealing to you guys? Yes. Does it make your job harder? Does it make it easier? It makes it so much easier. When you can actually get in character, look at yourself in the mirror and see yourself looking like this, looking all messed up, it, it makes you like really get in the zone and really just just own it. Yeah. Excellent. It's much easier. No, hey, it happens every <laughs> Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it, Golly. Yeah. It's like part of it. Like, whoops, I forgot to put it on vibrate. So... Um, I mean, I, as far as I mean, I don't really mess with any special effects in this one, you know. So, yeah. but in previous uh, projects, yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, as soon as you get to look yourself in the mirror mm -hmm. and 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 see what's been physically done to you, I mean, it does. It puts you in a nice mental spot mm -hmm. to where it, it really helps with your dialogue and, and your situation, it, absolutely, and to get yourself into into character, you know. So, I mean, especially with For what sure, you know, yeah. she's looking like right now, you know, once huh. she once she's ready, when, I'm not when even it's go time. Yet. I'm not even done yet. This right. is just like there's once it's go time, I mean, she can just look at herself and just so. like some asshole. You can't just, say what we're filming today, but right. it, you'll know when you see it <laughs> what this is. So yeah, we're certainly trying to keep everything spoiler free because uh, we don't want the yeah. movie ruined for ourselves. Yeah, right. Yeah, then yeah, it sucks. Sure. 
It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't stand it when something gets spoiled for me. You're like, no, that happens to me. Yeah. It I happened with Sons of Anarchy. It happened with Walking Dead. I'm like, I yeah. can't, I can't stay off social media. I have to stay off social media, or else someone's gonna ruin it for me. So yep. I learned that the hard way. Mm. <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna watch any show religiously, you have to. You Especially can't be when on it's Facebook. something big, yeah. Because yeah. right. people are gonna talk about it. It's understandable. So. Very true. You live and you learn. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So. This is completely away. What got spoiled on Sons of Anarchy for you? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh well, I mean, just oh right. Well, I mean, I, I, I waited to watch it, just until it came on Netflix. I didn't watch it on TV, you know. So I, so I had to wait until the final season came on. So I was trying to stay away from everything, until finally I accidentally opened up the link on something and saw how it ended. Uh-huh. And I'm, I spoiled it for myself also. I just finished watching that show on Netflix, and I accidentally typed something in on YouTube. All I typed in was <laughs> Jax, and then it came up like, Jax likes Nessie, like Sissy, Nessie. And I'm like, no. Yep. <laughs> no. So, but I just acted like it didn't happen. That's like, my nope, fault nope, for watching nope. it years later, yeah. That was BS. That didn't happen, you know, but obviously, you know. I don't know. What coming, You've got what, like a three-month spoiler window? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean, ultimately, I probably knew it was gonna happen anyway. You know, when you watch the show, I mean, come on, this is what's the best way to end it exactly? Yeah, like that. So, yeah, that's all right. I thought it kind of went a big off boy. the rails a little bit near the end. Oh, it uh, did. It did. It definitely did. But I like the show overall. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought what, they did a good job. It's just saying, once you start, you just you gotta finish it. You know, regardless if it starts getting stupid, you know, you still want to finish it. Right. You know, so. I just, I just like, well, all right, I've already gone this far. I mean, I got Let me just keep going. So, what horror movies do you guys like? What kind of influence of horror movies you've watched are you bringing to Strip Club Massacre? Well, hmm. um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I really don't watch a whole lot of horror flicks. Um, I, I don't like being startled. I mean, I can't stand it. I hate it. <laughs> that, that, the jumpy stuff. I don't like it. I don't like the demented, weird shit. You know. Uh, I mean, a good but, thriller. But you're I'm down working for. with Bob. I know. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that goofball, man. I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's not like you're doing anything, you know, scary or, you know, or, you, you know, I, I don't even know. I mean, some of the you know, kill scenes and stuff we've done, I just, I haven't been on set to, to see. So, because I want to, you know, be surprised myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I mean, I like good, like, I mean, they, 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 they mess with you, but not too demented, you know, not weird. I don't know. I guess the best way to describe I'm the it. Opposite. But I love demented shit. Yeah. I love See, my, my older sister's <laughs> like that. I'm like, I was just like, I don't want to watch this like yeah. conjuring and stuff like that. I mean, that stuff freaks me out. You know, I'm just, I'm just not into it. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I love that kind of stuff. Like House of a Thousand Corpses is probably my my favorite movie, my favorite scary movie. Like I've seen it a million times, but if it's on TV, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, something no like that's not bad. Yeah. I just don't like the jumpy stuff, you know. You don't want the you don't want the jump. It's not scares. even the. It's just like the oh music that God, they play is what that. scares you. It's like the loud sounds that they make. Right. That scare yeah. You. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Get the hell out of dodge with that stuff. Yeah. I'll turn around, and walk out. Yeah. <laughs> did you like Double Rejects as well? I did. Yeah. I liked House of a Thousand Corpses better. Um, I thought it was. Uh, I don't know. I just I liked it better. It was more entertaining to me, and it was more fucked up. Um, but both of them, yeah. I love anything Rob Zombie. So. Yeah, okay. it was cool. Very cool. So you're not a horror fan. You're a huge horror fan. That's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, we got to have opposites. You know? That's true. Everybody stuff likes like The Shining, like. you know, that, like stuff like that I like. You know, I can, I can watch that and enjoy it. So just some of the weird stuff they do nowadays. I don't know. I haven't really got into. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey guys! By the like way, <laughs> no, you know, it's like a comfortable silence here. You know? 
hundred percent like I was gonna make a joke. I'm the tech guy. I might say ten words. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> uh, I try. Eric gives me shit all the time. That's <laughs> all good, man. Hey, just sit back, you know, be quiet and listen. You know, we're, we're gonna give your mic away to somebody else out there that <laughs> wants, to, wants to talk. You're, you're taking up space here. <laughs> no. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, no, ask away. Whatever you want, man. I, yeah. I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, we got Are the other three over here too. You know, so <laughs> yeah. you guys want to get rolling with those. Yeah, but we don't want to keep you guys from your your call either. Oh no, so. you're good. You're good. Okay. So yeah, we'll get the evil three up here and Absolutely. start seeing, yes. start picking their brains now. Trust me, you'll probably get a lot you'll of good stuff lot, out of yeah, them. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. no, thank you guys so much Absolutely. for uh, yeah, sitting down with us today. Thank Level you. up. I mean, come on. Oh that's my god, that's so cool. I'm so I'm so <laughs> excited. See, now I gotta that go see that. it. That's awesome. Now I gotta watch that because I've never even heard of it. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's different. Is it? <laughs> it's it is. different. It I watched it with my nephew. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I think it was the different. first, like, actual, like, human show on Cartoon Network. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, because there's all, it's all cartoons, obviously, on oh. Cartoon Network. So, yeah, that was cool. And it was, it was video game related. So yeah, yeah, right, that's, right. That's how I ended up watching right. it. Right. That's awesome. But no, yeah, thank you guys cool. so much for, uh, for sitting down with us. Uh, we, we really enjoyed it. My pleasure, man. This my was pleasure. fun. Excellent. Excellent. Well, gee. All right. Good. Yeah. yeah. Thank Thanks, you very guys. Much. Bye, guys. Thank you all. See you later. I just ate. <laughs> <laughs> you say you just ate? That's why you. Yeah, I just ate, so I'm holding a pillow and stuff now. So like. So what does what, <laughs> what does what does one eat when you're uh, starring in Strip Club Massacre to keep to keep the figure? Um, everything. <laughs> I like to eat everything, and it's actually a problem because I realize like every time I'm on set, I'm constantly eating, and I'm like, God, these people are gonna think that I'm just a fat ass. So. But then they'll watch the movie and they'll realize that you're not. So you're, yeah, you're fine, you right? So or they'll realize that you are. Yeah. Because <laughs> the camera does, like, add, you know? It does. Real, it really does. No, it, it, yeah. it does. Uh, when I was doing uh, stand-up comedy, I shot a video of myself, mm -hmm. and I turned to the side, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's no, terrible, I got. I saw myself on screen. I thought I, I was like, yeah, I feel hot. You know, I saw yeah. it, and I was like, what is that? <laughs> what, what do I have going on? You know. So who are we talking to right now? Give us your full names, how you, you'd like to be introduced, please. Uh, I'm Layla Heather Penley, and I'm playing Carmen. She's part of the Evil Three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm Gina Danielle McKay, and I play Kim. She's also part of the Evil Three. Tell me about this Evil Three I've heard so much about today. Um, basically, like like the the girls that you know like the heathers is about and mean girls and everything else there's always you know those three girls that are just like bitches and we're those bitches so, okay yeah we're the bitches in charge yeah do you guys like playing is this is this good for you guys as a role is this way out in left field for y'all it's good i find it good i like it i like it way more than being like a good is it hard person. to play a bitch <laughs> no, seriously. Not when you are one. <laughs> no, no, by all means. Gosh, you sat down to talk to us today. Uh, but uh, is, is it hard? Is it challenging? Or do you just find you can just channel something that made you mad at one point in your life and, and just roll with it? The thing that you have to, like, know is, like, the evil three is, like, uh, we're not just, like, all that evil bitch. We all contrast in our different characters. And it, um, me personally, it is kind of difficult uh, because my, Carmen is just so much weirder than the other girls. And she kind of just like, she's like intelligent and like says stuff and just kind of weird, you know? And I have to, playing with that is hard kind of because you don't want to look like you're like not acting, 
but you know you kind of have to look like you don't care so okay all yeah. three of us all three of us are bitchy in our own way she um carmen plays like the smart bitch so oh i know everything um kim is more she's the immature one of the group so she's more catty and like just blatantly mean um but in a in a childish way um and then jazz who aaron plays um she's more she's she, more straight she's up the, bitch she's the leader i yeah. i often refer to her as a courtney from jawbreaker um very very courtney like to me and she's very foxy like okay you know so are those are those kind of some of the movies you guys used obviously to influence how you how you portray the characters I, I wanted to, but Carmen's not in there. <laughs> there, there. So there is no Carmen. Yeah. Okay. There is no Carmen in there. No. Is no. there a Carmen in Heather's? Is there a Carmen in Mean Girls? Um, you know, I guess in like Mean Girls, there kind of is that that one girl. I don't remember her name, but she's kind of weird. But she's stupid weird. I, I relate. Yeah, I relate Carmen to more of a um a Dwight character, like from The Office. You know. That's a very interesting contrast. Yeah. yeah. Or more of like a Daria. You know? Okay. So, okay. Yeah. yeah Dar- Daria makes sense yeah. completely. But playing playing three different types of characters, but y'all three obviously yeah, have one goal if you're mm-hmm. the mean three, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Right. What is that goal? Why are you torturing this girl so much? More than anything, I think it's because Jazz says so. Yeah. Yeah. And they are, they all have their different, like, insanities kind of. We're all mm-hmm. insane in, like, a different way. So... But yeah, Jazz definitely holds the key. Okay, so would you say Jazz is like the leader? Yes. Yeah, definitely. And you, okay. Definitely. She's the HBIC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Is this y'all's first movie? No. Um, uh, go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, I own um, a separate production company. Um, I co-own it with someone. Um, so I've done stuff with them as well. And I've worked on several other projects, so... But this is exciting. This is my first time working with um, a production company that is of this quality um, on a full length. So it's pretty exciting. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So you, you own a production company. What kind of other films do you produce? We're a horror film production company. Awesome. Yeah. Any, anything, any titles you want to throw out there? Uh, Once Upon a Nightmare. Okay. From a Buckshort production. So. <laughs> can we, where can we find that at? Uh, abuckshortproductions.com. We're on Facebook. So. Okay, and it's a buck short, like B U C K. Yes. Okay. Buck short. A buck short productions. Yep. So nothing but nothing but indie horror there too. That's great. Correct. So do you? I know you probably do the production end of it. Do you do the acting with them as well, or is this kind of your first foray into that? I do both. Um, I act and produce. Um, I love both for a different reason. They're both very different arts. Um. And so I love both. I was actually talking to somebody about this a couple weeks ago because he asked me which I prefer, and I was like, uh, I don't know, both. <laughs> so I do both and love both. Is the producing harder than the acting, or are they both equally challenging? It's hard in a different way. Um, acting is more of what are people going to see. So that is more of a – it's more of a visual art. Um, and you have to be able to get that across. Whereas producing is getting things done. And if it doesn't get done, then the actors can't do their part. So 
So, I mean, I, I wouldn't say one is more difficult than the other. Um, I would think that they're equally difficult. It's just a matter of which you prefer. Okay. And you can't decide which one you prefer. So they most, they both must both. be really fun. <laughs> yeah, I love both. Okay. First horror movie? Uh, yeah, it is. It's my first film ever. Awesome. Um, That's great. This is yeah. our first podcast ever, if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, well, I grew up acting in theater, though. And I've been a dancer since I was two. And that's let, that's originally why they wanted me here was just to dance. And then they found out, hey, like she can act. So she went voting. from dancing in the background to right. one of the main well, characters I of can, the movie. Yeah, and I compete in pole competitions and stuff. So like they were like, oh, she's a great pole dancer. Let's like get her in here, get some like good a solo or something like that, and then. You yeah, have to talk to me about pole competitions. What, <laughs> what, what goes into that? Um, Not stripping. Okay. Um, I am I am an actual dancer, though. I don't care about telling people that. I am an actual stripper. But um, pole dancing is more like just uh, getting away from that stereotype. And you see girls. You see, I competed. There were girls there that were, like, 14 years old that had been doing it for, like, three years and, like, you know, just like super acrobatic, created like a routine, you know, where they like came on and had a character kind of, you know, and it's just, uh, yeah, I think a lot of it, like right now they're just trying to get away from that stereotype of like, you know, it being like a slutty <coughs> thing to do. It's actually like really, uh, it's a sport. It's skillful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah athletic. It's athletic. That's, that's the word I was looking so for. So is that <laughs> how you're, is, are you judged on how like, I don't know how to describe it. Technique. technique. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's there's definitely like technique to it. There's uh, a certain way you have to go into things. There's like uh, vertical inversions, and you can only do that on level three, and you know all of that good stuff. You know. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea that there was a whole contest circuit for that. I'm there fascinated is. by this now. Yeah. <laughs> so you you still I bet. you know you still compete pretty frequently. Not super frequently. I kind of took a break from it for, for a while. Um, but, yeah. And, I, I mean, I dance outside of here, you know, ballet and stuff like that. So you're really into the dancing part yeah, of it. Yeah, well, since I was two. And I was, like, a gymnast for, like, 11 years. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, what I want to do. <laughs> well, well, I mean, not what you want to do. You, you do it. So, yeah. I mean, that's – Yeah. Much different than sitting around and saying, man, I wish I was a dancer. I mean, you've been dancing since – Practically, you were born. I, That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, like a wall. Yes. Do you guys like making a horror movie with Bob and Bruce? That's that's the most important question of the day. Yes, I do. That doesn't but seem too true. Yeah, I don't like being asked for my <laughs> underwear. I don't like any, you know, any of that good stuff. Did I don't. You, like did you hear that, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. I'll that. make sure not to. Don't worry. <laughs> um. Yeah, and that's what I like most about them. They create this um, in a, you know, it's kind of weird for me to say family because you're making a movie about stripping, you know, a strip club. But they do create, like, a family uh, sense of, like, an environment, you know, and make, they make me feel comfortable. Yeah, and I think no matter where you work, you don't want to show up to work and be harassed or feel uncomfortable. Right, unless right. that's your job, to be harassed. What <laughs> job would you have? Where well, you I, I'm a dancer. Like a stripper, <laughs> but would so you, would you say that you're? <laughs> but I mean, I still don't. That's still not your harass. job, though. Even when you're, they stripping. still kind of do brassy, though. Like you know, so you just kind of are expected to put up with it. 
right, you know? That's horrible. Ah, take advantage of the patriarchy. <laughs> take advantage of it. <laughs> that's a good episode title, Take Advantage of the Patriarchy. I like that. I'm going to write that down. That's done. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a done deal. That's a done deal. Well, I'm glad that they provide a, a family. I've known uh, Bruce since high school. That's ha- what I heard. Yeah, I haven't seen him for two decades, but uh, <laughs> but we've, we've talked, and I was really excited to hear that they were making a horror movie. Now that I'm actually here, I can t- completely, I could feel the family atmosphere as soon as I walked in the door today. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's such a, I mean, that's needed when you're working on a movie, especially like this, where for filming, we're half naked nine out of ten days. Because honestly, like, if, if we weren't so comfortable on set, it would be awkward being na- like half naked nine right. out of ten days. If, if you didn't have that comfort level, then it would make things really, really uncomfortable. I mean, that sounds redundant, but... It makes sense, though. Right, right. I mean, you have to be comfortable in order to work on a project specifically like this. And if you're acting like you're a stripper, mm-hmm. you need to look like you're comfortable in that strip right. club because you... you right, know, you you already had that to the table though. Would I I would imagine right previous experience would make you a little bit more comfortable doing this. Well, right, right. But um, I think even if I didn't, you know, I'm still like really comfortable with myself, you know. But yeah, I agree with what she's saying. You know, it's nice to be able to like bend over and get a book off the floor and not have someone being like, "Oh, you're just trying to get my attention, girl." You know, like fuck off. Fuck I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to pick a book up. Damn. <laughs> I'm trying to expand my mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. I'm, I'm, you guys both seem like you're having a lot of fun doing this. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and can you tell, like, I haven't slept at all, and I'm still in a great <laughs> mood. Like. No, absolutely, absolutely. All right, thank you guys okay. so much for, you. Uh, for talking to us. Seriously, that was awesome. This is, like, really yeah, legit. Right. That's good. <laughs> we didn't come to play games. No, we're, I mean, we, can, okay, we're we keep going. Wait, yeah. don't, don't get my ass in it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have like bikini bot. Ew, this is. Do you see the picture she just took? <laughs> I got you. Okay. I mean, if anybody could take a picture of a girl, it would be a guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look that way. Okay. But don't get my ass. I'm not. I'm okay. ass free since 93. I was just gonna say, are you? Is that when? Is that when you quit? It's, it's working, isn't it? Did you quit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it helped the picture. Oh, that is cute. Okay. Good job, Bruce. Right, I try. I'm just filling in as bullshitter while we switch people. So absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. And who knows what we're gonna learn about Courtney? Because I, apparently, I'm learning I'm about. Shit. <laughs> actually, prior to your last. Oh. <laughs> oh, there we go. Did you hear that? Oh, we don't need you anymore. I'm just kidding. All right, so I'm turning this over to Aaron Brown, the Aaron Brown. I can't come over there and photobomb you. I'm drinking a margarita. Oh, hey. <laughs> We're doing an interview podcast thingy. Is that what it's called? Okay. We're doing a podcast, yeah. This thing sounds so weird when I'm talking into it. Hey, Aaron. <laughs> yep. Howdy. You guys are on hey. my Snapchat. Awesome. Nice. What's the good word? Not much. Is it Christ? What? I don't, is it? <laughs> Oh, uh, I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you can literally hear everything. You really can. Like, if yeah. you Courtney farted. I totally did not fart. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. These headphones are very sensitive. Yeah, they are. They are. Even if you get, yeah, you have a phone on the table and it rings, you will hear it. So we are sitting here with uh, with Courtney Riggs and Aaron Brown. Am I yeah. Correct? That's Excellent. Right. On the set of Strip Club Massacre. 
So who do you guys play in Strip Club Massacre? You can go first. <laughs> oh, shucks. Thanks. Because <laughs> uh, I have seniority. <laughs> so, uh, I, play, uh, I play jazz. It's basically just a completely psychotic stripper. So you were the it's leader true. of the so-called Evil, evil Three, yeah, we're, correct? Yeah, we're like Switchblade sisters. Mm-hmm. We're, we're a girl gang. Okay. We're badass. Okay. And we're evil. Hence the name, Evil Three. The Evil Three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all really hot, though. Oh, thanks. So that I that think we're all good. pretty hot. If you I guys say are so like myself. really hot, but bad hot. You know? Yeah, they're like you know. nodding our, their heads. So like, yeah. <laughs> yes. You're not going. You're not going to get disagreement from this side of the table. So. Yeah. Oh. We're hot in a naughty way. Like you yeah. know, put you over and you mean spank you. Yep. What she says. <laughs> okay. <laughs> T- 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 We're Tyler's probably not lying. allowed to talk about yeah. this on the show, are we? <laughs> oh, no, you can talk are about we allowed to talk about every- anything? Anything, anything you want. All right, cool. Anything you want. Anything you want. So, <laughs> I'm Courtney. Hey. Um, I play Amanda. So, Amanda is Megan, a.k.a. Alicia Watson's best friend in the movie. And in real life. And in real life, which is convenient. So, it works out really well. We play off each other really well. Awesome. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. So, how long have you guys been on uh, on set? I know you guys have been moving around. Forever. Forever? Okay. <laughs> no end in sight. No. Since, like, end of January? Yeah. I was originally supposed to play uh, just, like, a kind of cameo role where I was I, – they flew me down for four days, and I was going to be on set one day, and uh, another actress kind of fell through, or who knows what happened with that, and I was like, oh, shucks, that's the role I wanted. So they were like, well, then you got it. Yeah. And it's five weeks later. It worked out really well. <laughs> she plays four the part Four days turned perfectly. into five weeks. Just wait till you see her be mad. It's it's perfect. <laughs> I'm already I'm terrified. <laughs> just right now. I'm uh, nice. Come on. She's super nice, but her not character. Not a psycho. Though, I just play one on TV. Yeah, she's really good at sw- flipping the switch and going psycho, and it's great. It's great to watch. What do you What do you draw <laughs> from to do that? Because you seem like a very nice person. Um, I mean, I have my moments. I I, I don't I don't know. I just I actually really feel kind of terrible. Because I'm so mean to Alicia, to her character, all the time. And, you know, I, I guess I can kind of just flip the switch. I mean, maybe that's just an innate ability that I have. Right. Just just an actor, you know. Yeah. I'm good at faking it. Um, but, yeah, so I just have to be, like, extremely maniacal and cruel to her. And then they call cut, and I just want to hug her. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. It I feels so real, I just verbally berate you all the time and yeah. just threaten you. And, you know, I'm just, I'm mean. I mean, where does that come from for your character? Why do you guys hate this girl so much? <laughs> well, the great wait, question. wait for the sequel because that might be a prequel. <laughs> Get the backstory about <laughs> why we're so terrible. Um, I mean, I don't know. I didn't really invent a backstory for myself as of yet. Um, I just kind of assume that, you know, like she was terribly abused and, and shit on her entire life. And so now, you know, it's like the cycle of abuse continues. And now I just. I'm mean to everybody else. I mean, it's not just her character. I'm just She's really just terrible, <laughs> even just to my friends. You know, I'm just right. condescending and mean all the time. Right. Okay. Which isn't too much of a stretch for me. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Do you like playing that kind of role? I love it. You I love do. it. You love it. Okay, well, good. A, a, a huge portion of my career, I was kind of cast as, like, the girl next door and, like, the perpetual victim, you know, and that happens to Scream Queens a lot, and it's like, now I'm kind of getting to play the villain, and it comes so much more naturally to me. What have I seen you in before? She's all over. I, yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't know. Do you have Skinamax? <laughs> okay. So this I is have Aaron fucking Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Google it. Also known as Misty fucking Monday. Yes. Eric, you know where you've seen her from. 
Okay. Lord of the G-Strings? Yeah, I did that one. There we go. Among like 80 other B-movies with that same company. I've definitely seen you in that then. Yeah. I, I knew you looked familiar. That was so. me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a little while back. So yeah, I mean, I've done, I've, I've, I can't even keep track. They all kind of mesh together. Yeah, I've done a lot of stuff. That's good though that you're that you're working. I know that that's the most important thing for an actor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I keep busy. Good. Good. That's great. And, and it sounds like you guys have had a good time on this set. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome time. Yeah. What's Otherwise, cool I would have hitch hitchhiked back to Jersey. Right. By now. Right. <laughs> I was going to ask. These guys you, weren't great. Neither one of you guys are from Atlanta, right? No. No. Okay. I'm, I'm from California. I came just for this. So I'm staying with Alicia while I'm here, aka Megan. <laughs> awesome. And you're from New Jersey. I'm from Jersey. I live at the Jersey Shore. Okay. Yeah. Is this both of y'all's first time in Georgia? Yes, mine at least. Have you uh, been here? I've, I've driven through. <laughs> that was my Just pissing through. Just right. pissing through, guys. Y'all. Yeah. No, this is my first time really actually in Atlanta, yeah. In Atlanta, okay. Mm -hmm. You guys like it, hate it? I love it. Love, love it. it. Love I'm it. like a little country girl at heart, so coming here was amazing. Hey, Alicia. She's walking by. <laughs> and, and squeezing your boob. And I didn't even feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Those, that's the kind of days I wish we had a, yeah. a video <laughs> podcast, but <laughs> just have to deal with, uh, deal with the opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> No, so I'm glad you guys are like in uh, Atlanta. We, I used to live here too. I live. We're from Colorado now, oh, nice. though, and flew You're out. You're closer to me. Yeah, closer Valley. to you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, but uh, yeah, we flew out to to come uh, be on the set. Wow. Really excited. Yeah, of course. That's, I didn't. Nobody tells me anything around here. That's you really just cool. don't listen. I yeah, that t that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we figured you know Bob and Bruce are making their first movie. This right. is our first podcast. We've you been guys doing this knew for about them, a year. right? I know uh, Bruce from high school. Oh no way. Now I guess Bob went to high school with us he, too. He was a year old. Right. So, yeah, I, I guess Bob and I were at the same high school, but so we didn't know each other. So it's all very incestuous. It is. It, we're in the South. Right. <laughs> right. 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 That's really cool. I love you like a brother, but, you know, you're from the South, so. <laughs> That's really cool, though. Yeah. It's, uh, thanks I, for coming, guys. No, That's thanks, awesome. Thanks for coming on the, the show. No problem. Seriously. It's, uh, it's wonderful. What else? Talk about whatever you guys want. Movie-related, hmm. not movie-related. Do you guys like <laughs> horror movies? I actually never did until now. I was totally afraid of them, actually. That's just honesty right well, there. That's, but that's, now that's I'm the like, point. right. They're supposed to well, I never you. would like go out of my way to watch them. But now I'm like all about it. I, I love horror movies. And in fact, <laughs> Bob Clark is my favorite director. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, bit, you know, this is all those amazing. This is his first film. But, you know, I, that's actually it was really funny when I met Bob. He was at the table next to me at uh, Days of the Dead Indianapolis. And we hit it off really well because he's just hilarious and great. And, uh, and then he told me his name, and I was like, oh, I thought you were dead. <laughs> You're my favorite director ever of all time. You know, so I love all that, like, Bob Clark early stuff, like Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things and uh, Death Dream and All the Way Up to Christmas Story. Yeah. And, you know, then he kind of fell off the map. And <laughs> what did he do after? I shouldn't say disparagingly because yeah. he is one of my favorite directors ever of all time. Well, I mean, he did, like, well, he did Porky's, and then he did, That's like, right. he did Baby Geniuses and other weird <laughs> stuff. But, of course, he did A Christmas Story. Classic. So. Christmas Story, I mean, yeah. You and can't. Black Christmas. How could I forget Black Christmas? My favorite horror movie ever of all time, <laughs> Black Christmas. I'm learning so much about horror films. It's not even funny. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When we went to Days of Dead, we had a blast. And just meeting with the fans and everything, they really were coming to our table just to see what we're all about because we just gave off this positive vibe while we were there, and we made a lot of friends, I think. Did you I have fun? I had no. a blast. I Why feel like I was in detention. Oh, of course I had fun. <laughs> I always have fun. 
certainly no, it's easier than hear. being on set. Yeah. <laughs> it made me see how big the, the horror genre is just everywhere. It's huge. Oh, yeah. There's Uber so fans. many fans out there. So it's really, really neat to see. I think geeks in general, in my experience with cons, like either from like seeing how the celebrities treat the fans or the fans treat them. It's, right. it's a mutual. It's, it is. You it's can feel the love. I don't think anyone's right. there to disrespect. I can't They're tell you how many hugs respect. I gave. I gave so many hugs. It was great. Oh, I <laughs> I imagine that. that. Yeah. <laughs> imagine that. But no, so you guys I, had I a great experience. I charge for hugs at, at those conventions. Yeah. <laughs> you want a hug? I'm sure you do. You're Aaron dollars. fucking Brown. What does an Aaron Brown do. hug cost? <laughs> for you, nothing. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Are you a fan? No. <laughs> Let's just say that I spend a lot of my youth watching Skinamax. There you go. <laughs> I so, think that's the demographic is, yeah. uh, you know, high school boys and maybe married couples. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think I, d- I, think I may have saved a few marriages. I, I think you Hell probably I've, have I've had too. people at conventions approach me like that and be like, we love your films. And they're like a hot couple. Sometimes not so hot, but sometimes hot. And I'm like, nice. <laughs> Dig it. I think I want to sit down with you and watch one. Is that weird? No. Do, do <laughs> well, yeah, but not to me. Do you watch your own Skinamax films, no, I should say. I never, never. I never do. I never really do. I mean, no, I don't. I mean, I've watched <laughs> a lot of like the horror stuff that I've done. Just so, so you watch your horror films. You yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that stuff I like. I mean, all the the Skinamax stuff. I mean, it's just it was just a gig, you know, like not who I am, just what I do. And I mean, there there was like I did a series called Lingerie, and it was it's always on. Maybe not recently, but. Like I said, it's all a blur to me. I can't tell one year from another anymore. But uh, <laughs> I just wanted to watch. I'm like the opposite. You know, everybody like just watches the sex scenes and then, you know, fast forwards through the dialogue or the plot. You want the story. Loosely, loosely called plot. Um, but I wanted to see like my acting, if you will. And uh, <laughs> I'm just flipping through the channels is when I still had cable. And I was like, oh, lingerie's on. Oh, I'm in this episode. And my boyfriend's like, turn it off. Turn it off. I'm like, I don't want to watch the sex scenes. I just want to see my acting. He's like, turn it off. I think he was really embarrassed for me, like too much secondhand embarrassment. And he was just like, no, no, we're, we're not watching this. Fair enough. <laughs> but when you're making a movie like that, I would imagine you don't come to those scenes any differently than you would treat any other character, correct? I mean, I just, I, I don't really get, like, the emotional investment as I, as I would for, like, a project like this where, you know, I'm, like, really committed to the character and stuff. I mean, like I said, for that, it's just, like, a gig, and I kind of just wing it. I just show up, and I try and be my regular charming self. I normally just kind of play she myself. She is very charming. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Likewise. Thanks. Um, but, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't have that, like, emotional investment in, in the things that, I mean, I don't really care about. That seems like a very obvious statement, but... uh. But yeah, no, I just kind of just show up and do it. And I've had like my co-stars be like, really? You don't even like read the script or learn your lines? You'd be so good if you did. <laughs> You're like, like no, are you saying I'm not good now? No. Like, fuck no, you, bitch. No, I, d- I think that would actually ruin me. I think if I actually put like too much thought into, you know, playing like a role in a smutty soap opera and, you know, tried to actually be like a, a thespian about it, it would just be the most ri- retarded, ridiculous thing ever. You know, they'd be like, what is this woman doing? <laughs> Why is she taking herself so seriously? But for a project like this, it's a completely different approach, then, because it sounds like you like doing horror movies. I do, I do. Yeah, it's near and dear to my heart. I gotta say, it's it's pretty fun to do. It is. Like it's that. fun. What's the most fun thing you guys have experienced so far doing this for? I'd say the kill scenes. Watching everybody go totally out of their zone that their normal self wouldn't do is awesome. So I've, I've been watching everybody. <laughs> we see you too, babe. <laughs> I've been watching you. I've been watching you sleep. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
definitely tell you guys have been in Georgia for a little too long. So delirious. We're getting delirious. Yeah. Yeah. An apology or a congratulations. Either one will do. Just get me a drink. That's all I need. I already have one right in front of me. Oh, yoink. Sharing is caring, guys. Sharing is caring. Wait, can you grab the face? It's okay. Don't leave me lipstick. I need straw. I left mine at home. I'm sorry. Bob's getting antsy. I guess we can hear everything in these. No, I want to keep talking. I guess that that's that's your wrap it up. I guess yeah. I guess we're getting to wrap on this. I'd like to say the horror films are awesome, and we're excited for everybody to see our project Strip Club Massacre. Yeah, massacre. We're excited to see it too. Massacre. Yeah, massacre. Uh, no, Courtney Riggs, Darren Brown, thank you so much thank for you guys, coming guys. and Thanks to talk to us on Thanks for flying out here, man. Hey, you know what? It's uh, least least we can do. We we love stuff like this too. So right. That's, we do it because we love it, and I'm sure that's why you guys make this movie, right? Right. You wouldn't do it if you didn't love it, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Excellent. Thank you guys so much. And, thank uh, you. We get a chance to talk to you tomorrow. You know, we'll uh, we'll be hanging we'll tomorrow continue. too. So yeah, yeah right. absolutely, Come absolutely. Right. Thank you so Pick much. Pick it up tomorrow. Yes, we'll Ciao. be back. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you. I might do a. How much time do you have right now? I'm fine. I might do a proper intro for you then. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, that's fine. Would you say you're co-writer, writer? Co-writer, co-producer. Co-writer, co-producer. I'm just going to say writer and producer. There you go. That's fine. I mean, because Bob is also writer, producer, and, and director. director. Exactly. So we, uh, that's the thing about like the – I think we do- talked about a little bit is being like uh, the indie film thing. Like we all just wear a lot of hats. Like, you know, we all produce to some degree, you know, and Bob and I wrote and he directs. But at the same time, like if we have an idea while we're shooting, I'll say – Bob, maybe we should let's try it this way, you know. So we all direct and produce, and you know, have our own. Like I guess that's part of the family thing, and it's just part of just a small, you know, micro budget film. So, yeah. So take us. Uh, should <coughs> sorry, fuck doing an intro. Should we do an intro? Yeah, you go go right ahead. <laughs> if you want to do an intro, that's fine. Totally. Let's at least do one for uh, for BJ. We'll have to. Yeah, I, d- I just want to make it. Cut. Yeah, f- and feel free. Uh, I I know high school being what it is but i go i pretty much go by bruce now so if you want to just call me bruce that that works too totally cool <laughs> that's him subtly telling you look call, call me bruce, call me bruce. <laughs> <laughs> they call me bruce have you ever seen that movie they yes, call me bruce and they call me bruce too i haven't seen two there are oh no they it was called they still call me bruce is bruce and campbell it, in both of them uh i hope mm, i don't know if he's in the second one definitely the first one but i mean who do they still call bruce then i well Hold on, maybe we're not talking about the same. They they call me Bruce. Uh, was in, I think it may have been late seventies, early eighties, but it was about a guy who was Asian and he was always mistaken for Bruce Lee. And so he got so far in his little journey to America and his career because everyone thought he was Bruce Lee. And so he gets himself in all these comical, precarious situations based on the fact that people think he's Bruce Lee, and he's just like a, a bumbling idiot of an Asian guy. I was thinking of so the uh, <coughs> wasn't Bruce Campbell's movie called they. They call me Bruce. We're gonna find out real quick here. Yeah, we need to. The power of the internet movie. And then database. I will do kind of a, at least a proper bit based intro. That yeah, we can for sure. In. We're. But no, this is perfect, dude. Okay, as long as you guys aren't like bored, or as long as we're giving good content, and I know everyone's had you know some good stuff to talk about. So I can't yeah. believe she was in Level Up, dude. I know. I, that, that, that's why I host, that's why I host a podcast. I, exactly. I like, exactly. God, exactly. Something I do pays off. So they call me Bruce was eighty two. They still call me Bruce was nineteen eighty seven. Uh, the guy who played the main character is named Johnny Yoon. Johnny, okay. Johnny Yoon. Um, and I don't I don't know that he's even still alive. If I'm being honest, um, I don't see a 
Oh, he was in. Oh, you know, he was in the Cannonball Run, so he would have he would have been in the Mitsubishi um, with Jackie Chan. Uh, well, Jackie Chan was in Run Two with the big tall giant guy. So the okay. first one was just like two dudes straight off, you know, straight out of China, basically. So, uh, but the Bruce Campbell thing you you're you discussing. Okay. Yeah. All filmography. This should be a yeah. short list. <laughs> Did you happen? I didn't. I missed it. Did you happen to ask Erin uh, approximately how many films she's done or anything like that? No. no. Okay. I was just curious. No, Can I asked her where I. With us again? I'd be curious because I asked her where I knew her from, and then. She was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm oh, just, from, just IMBD me. And I was like, okay. From well, all of your scrambled oh, cable growings uh, ups. So would this movie okay. have been, like, way way back in the 80s? No. This would have been 2000s. Okay. This would have been post-Bubba Hotep, I want to say. Bubba Hotep was awesome. Loved and it. I, and I, I tell you, I love horror, but I have a, I have a real I – man, I'm real finicky when it comes to, to horror comedies. I really am. Last time we, you and I got to sit down and talk, we didn't even scratch the surface on no. horror movies. Oh, you know what? 2007, My Name is Bruce. Okay, so your but you, your movie was called They Call Me Bruce. They Call Me Bruce, and then they still call me Bruce, yeah. Why didn't, why, why do you inter- blah, 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 blah. Why didn't you bring me in that movie? <laughs> you don't call me, any, you don't call me anymore. You That's the problem. What I was going to say earlier, um, I'm actually th- – this is kind of unrelated, but sort of related. But um, So I actually belong to two – groups on Facebook that are gaming focused. We have BitFace and then there's one in, in my area in Pensacola called the Nerd Cave Network. Uh, so someone on the ner- uh, I posted um, oh uh, there's a recent picture going around of a classic Nintendo system that's like Camp Crystal Lake and like some wraps on the controllers for Friday the 13th and then there's the game which your shirt reminded me of so um, I posted it to Bitfaced, and I also posted it to this Nerd Cave Network. So, some guy said, uh, "Well, what um, have you played?" He, he made some. Qu- I said, "Dude, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't really game." And he said, "Well, well, what, what the fuck? What do you do then? What, what's your deal? Like movies, Legos, uh, comics? What, like what?" And I said, uh, "You know, well, I guess horror movies." And I kind of gave a brief rundown of my current situation. But, but it's it's funny I say that because like you talked earlier about like different. Uh, different um avenues of nerddom like they kind like like being a nerd is so many things and a lot of times it's like a bunch of venn diagrams and so a lot of times you do have things that overlap like comics and gaming and horror movies and stuff like that and i just feel like so unequipped to deal with even the bitface group and the nerd came net because i'm like okay i like horror movies I, i i know the very like bare minimum about video gaming and i know the bare minimum about comics so on and so forth so always find myself like why am i even what am i even doing here like i know i'm a nerd at heart but i have like no dog in this fight so like uh, a lot and, and listening to bitface like i enjoy listening to bitface and, su- and supporting the podcast because it is good the only issue i have with it is i find myself not 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 being able to engage because i don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about man like we, we're on- honestly trying like to do one game episode a month mm-hmm. but making the other three Pop culture related mm-hmm. horror movies, comic books, sure. regular movies, but we can get away with doing one video game episode a month. But I'm with you. I was sitting on our one of our own episodes, and mm-hmm. I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> What's going on? Because here, there's but... so many different realms of just just like there's you know different kind of horror fans. Mm-hmm. There's different gaming fans. There's things yeah. I wouldn't touch that he loves to play. So right. yeah. well, and that's the same thing for like well, and it translates because Bob and I 
like we have that Venn diagram where we have a small portion of our horror love that coincides, but there is a huge difference in what we like in in the horror genre. Like, and he he'll make fun of me because I talk about werewolves fucking constantly, and he has just no inkling of any kind of passion for werewolves whatsoever. But it's it's the same thing. It's the same thing with gaming. And so, it's funny because though I don't know a lot about gaming, I know that the like the the parallels between whether it's gaming and horror is like. There, there are parallels in there. So we, even though I enjoy Bitface, even though I don't always understand what in the hell you guys are talking about. So, well, the, and the last podcast you guys did like was pretty heavy on video games, right? For the, I mean, it was like you guys talked about several video games, and I, I listened to it, and I, not that I didn't enjoy it, but I just was like, man, I wish I had an opinion, but I have <laughs> no fucking clue what I could even contribute to this kind of conversation. That was definitely a gaming centric episode, yeah. which I, I think we have to do to kind of. Uh, we are a video game podcast, but sure, at the end of the of day, course, we really course. like we really decided. I think late last year, we were gonna not gonna limit ourselves to that and just kind of go just like because if not, we wouldn't be on the set of a horror movie right well, now. And, we wouldn't be like, and I, you know, I love that stuff too. As much mm-hmm. as I love games, I love horror movies. I mm-hmm. love comic books. I there's sure. so much cool nerd stuff. I don't have enough time to fucking mm-hmm. do it all, and I don't have enough time to love it all. Did you just like? You sat down because you like the sound of everyone's voice. Yeah. She just wanted to listen. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney so Riggs in... is sitting with us. Yeah. Do you, uh, let me ask you this. Have you ever purchased a comic book? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally believable. I haven't because I can't read. <laughs> well, you know, well it's, it's a good thing you look pictures. Good. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, I do like pictures. It's a good thing you're easy on the eyes-ish. So. <laughs> it's what I'm here for. That's why you guys hired me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like thin blondes, but I mean, whatever. Whatever. It doesn't matter. You can cut that. Yeah, none of us do. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst combination ever. You know, I yeah. asked for someone to buy me tits, but no one will. Make me a little thicker. Well. God, I don't even know. There, are, there. Are actually, I do know several ways to respond to that, but I'm not going to entertain any of them. Fine. So, so what? I mean, let's add, okay. Then let's turn the tables on you, Courtney. Oh shit. In, in the realm, in the realm of being like a, a geek, what do you geek about? I mean, anything at all. Like I like video games. All right, what oh, kind dude. of video games? Well, fucking, I'm out of I this played, conversation. I played The Sims for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I well, like you guys Halo. Asked. I like gun games. Well, you, okay, you, you're, you're country at heart, right? So yeah. are you are you geeky over, like, uh, four-wheelers, like the, the, yes. four, the four-door Jeep and the driveway? Oh, there? yes. Anything, if it's a lifted vehicle, I literally wet my pants, literally. <laughs> Not peeing. But it's wet. <laughs> hey, I could really use some fresh air. Do you want to go check out the driveway? With yeah, there, there's two lifted Jeeps oh, out there. It, it's don't, dangerous. Don't slip off the seat there. I won't. Um, no, so what, what else? So, uh, are you originally from California? I'm taking over the podcast, guys. Wait, just no, right. that's what we, this is why we came here. I mean, someone's got to fucking pull the slack out of Tyler's line there. So. That's, right? that's right. That's uh, right. So, are you originally from California? I no. missed this earlier. So, I'm actually from Ohio originally. Oh, God. Probably Jesus where I get Christ. My twangy accent. Fucking. What you don't like Ohio people? There is Neither nothing ever, <laughs> nothing ever good has come out of Ohio. Oh, well, I mean, that's, I totally agree. Actually, I can't but no, it's okay. More. Uh, Ohio is standing. Okay, so you're you have no affiliation with the South other than you recently visited and are temporarily yes. living here. Yes. Okay. Well, I think that proves. I think I fit in though. Well, I think it it proves the uh, it disproves the stereotype that only Southerners love things like monster trucks it's and true. Cor- and Kerr's cor- light. It's true. Honestly, everybody yeah. in California thinks I have a twangy country voice okay. already right. so i came here and i'm like this is nothing mine's nothing i don't even know what okay. happened but yeah everybody's like in california they're very confused why i like lifted vehicles very confused right. but that's why i belong in the south 
<laughs> well, time to make the move. So <laughs> yeah. th- I think the point being, though, that we're, I'm trying to get to is that we are all a nerd about something. Yes. Sometimes they mesh with something, somebody mm-hmm. else. Sometimes they don't. But, I mean, oh, ev- I, I everyone, nerd out over everyone, everyone has tires. the fucking inner nerd in them. It's just oh, yeah. don't be afraid to whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, look, Meredith, she's our special effects person. Mm-hmm. She's probably a fucking nerd about makeup. Yeah. But oh, I bet, I, bet I also bet she nerds the shit out of it, though. Yeah. So everyone's a nerd about something. So I, I totally agree. We're all nerd at, nerds at heart about something. <laughs> Nerd, a.k.a. fucking passionate about something, right? Yeah. It isn't I think it's, it's, it's passion is what it Somehow, somehow we said, oh, this, these people are passionate about this subject. Mm-hmm. They must be nerds. Well, no, uh, I mean, okay. like, look <laughs> so at people that are obsessed with football. You know, everybody's passionate about something that they're That's right. Or reality TV. Right. Like football, reality TV, like metal music, like you. Aren't you the metal guy? I like, I like, (laughs) look, look, I like metal, but I, listen, I have my own holy trinity. It's Kenny Loggins, Christopher Cross, and Michael McDonald. I'm not ashamed to say it. Those three singer songwriters are so near and dear to me. Oh. But I also, but I will also thrash to Slayer. That's the thing. Are you really a big Michael McDonald fan? I've seen him in concert. I saw Kenny Loggins in concert in Biloxi on my 29th birthday. Really? That's a gift from my wife. Yeah, absolutely. Aww. And he sa- let me tell you, he sang The Danger Zone, and uh, we were in a theater in Biloxi uh, uh, attached to a casino, and he stood up on the arms of the chair, and there's like dozens of 40- and 50-year-old women like clawing at his thighs and his faded acid-washed jeans. And he's singing, <laughs> the details. The, you know, he's the singing detail. to The Danger Zone. And I'm undoubtedly, my wife and I are the youngest people in the crowd, hands down, obviously. And I'm just going fucking nuts. Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone, and all these women are like, oh, my God, it's fucking Kenny Loggins. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not – hey, you know, we're all nerds about something. So. Yes, we're very passionate nerdies at heart. <laughs> <laughs> but Christopher Cross, though, I get the McDonald. I get the mm-hmm. Loggins. Well, you know, I mean, if you look back at their albums, like, they all, like, lent a hand. I mean, there's some Christopher Cross songs that Michael McDonald sang back up on, and just as well as he did with some Kenny Loggins songs. So, I just, cons- you know, that whole that whole genre of rock in that time, is if you guys have ever heard of it, Yacht Rock. Is that what they call it? That's Yacht Rock right there. Yeah, really? all your Ambrosia and America and Kenny Loggins and Christopher Cross, all that stuff. I'm a huge Yacht Rock fan, absolutely. Where's the I term a, Yacht Rock come from? Um, I, don't know, oh. I, I don't know where that came from, but I will tell you that there is a it's been probably 10 or 15 years, but there's a YouTube series. It's about an eight-part series, and they're only about six to ten minutes apiece. But it's called Yacht Rock on YouTube, and it's a whole series of uh, just basically like um, you know parodies on these people who were famous for being in that Yacht Rock genre just interacting with each other. But uh, I don't know where the term came from, but I know that I love it, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. I, know, no, I, I think that's – I think passion for something is important. I, yep. <laughs> What? I, if you I don't, don't have it, you don't have anything, really. Well, right. I just I can't imagine. I just can't imagine someone who. Like, it doesn't exist. How do you not? Ha- how do you not have passion for something? Even if you're like a, a shithead, even if you love like bullying people, which is yeah. a terrible thing we all know. But I mean, it's, it's still it. pa- it's still yeah. passion. Like, how yeah. do you how do you not be passionate about anything? Right. Everyone's passionate about something, and it's just like, I just feel like proclaiming yourself as a nerd or a geek is, is just. You're just fur- showing your passion. Further for definition right. of, you know, I'm waxing very, no, it, well, very intellectual right now. But. but the world has also gotten, in the past, I'd say, 20 years, a lot more open to mm-hmm. people that love this stuff. I know that when you oh, and yeah. I went to high school, 
you weren't telling anyone you were reading comic books. Isn't or that sad? Yeah. Isn't it's it? It's so sad. Nowadays, it's totally different. Well, because we all grew up and right. we got jobs. Right. And now <laughs> we decide what movies Much get to made all of our own dismay. Well, look at you guys now. Now you guys get to do something you totally love about a subject that you're passionate about. So that's pretty cool. And it, BitFaced is a labor of love, I will tell you that much. Yeah. So it's yeah. – uh, but I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I've, right. I've, I've long, you know, Bob and I have both been of the same opinion, but I've long told anybody who, like, knows about what we're doing is, I say, you know, if making this movie is, if it if it never becomes anything more than just an expression of our passion for something, I'm okay with that. Right. If along the way we, you know, we meet people who put us in, you know, good positions to succeed, that's all the better. But if nothing ever happens it, uh, of it, I, it's okay because I'm still, like, creating a tangible product from a, a pipe dream. So, and, and you, I know you guys can relate because that's what you're doing every week. You're creating a tangible product just out of purely out of passion. So, well, I think for you speaking just alone, the fact that you can have someone come over when you're 70 years old and say, Hey, we fucking made a horror movie. <laughs> right. How many people yeah. can say that? I, I, yeah. yeah. That's How cool. many people? Cool. I talked to a lot of people that say they want to make a movie mm-hmm. or they want to act in a movie. Yeah. Few people actually go through with it and make the sacrifice to live in Atlanta right. for. Well, when did you've been you here. know this is my first acting role ever? Ever. Yeah. Ever. No, you told me that, right? Yeah. And so, but you're down here in Atlanta, away yeah. from family. Right. How Just long have you been down here? Six weeks. No, since January 13th. So you've been so down here a while. It's been a while, yeah, and I'm here till the end of March. So just to say I went and did it and tried it, I already love it. I'm, I'm here to stay in the horror film industry. That's what, for sure. What brought you <laughs> to it originally? Did you so me and Alicia know each other. Okay. We both work with can Rockstar. You guys, I was going to say, can you guys talk? Because earlier when Eric asked Alicia, like, where mm-hmm. do I know you from? I wanted to say, like, can you guys talk about what you do? Like, Right. Can you? Uh, yeah. Well, tell them. Yeah, tell them because they don't know. They don't know why you guys know each other. So well, let me stop interrupting you. <laughs> you guys know Rockstar Energy Drink, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, we are one of their models. So there's like, what, 15 models total or something, and we're two of them, so, which is pretty cool. So we get to travel all, all over the country going to sporting events or what have you. So we met that way. She was actually in California, in Sacramento, where I'm from, um, and that's how we met. We fell in love. Oh, <laughs> So she actually told me about this project, Gross. and I was like, I got to do it. So we're here now, and I love it. So That's exciting. awesome. Yeah. Did you want to act before this? I always wanted to. I just had no clue how to even start. Never, you know, sh- Alicia's acted for a while now. For She's done some projects. So um, just to learn from her, too, is really cool. And also Erin Brown, learning from her, having her on set. She's done a lot. I, I think it's safe to say that she has very much been like the mother hen since yes, she's coming on Aaron's board. Yes, Erin's been mother hen. Like, she, I mean, sure. uh, uh, she's just been incredible, and yeah. just in the way and how professional she is, right. but just in also the way that she encourages the other girls to right. take control. Of she their teaches roles and us everything. a lot. Yeah, it's, and look, I be, again because I'm in Florida, I don't see every every uh, shoot that we do, mm-hmm. but I, I know it because I, I hear about it, and you can see it in some of the footage that we have. So. Yeah, the cast has all become a family, which is really, really neat. So everybody's always hanging out on their off time, and, <laughs> you know, we're kind of stuck with each other. So everybody gets along so well. That's important, though, I think, oh, as yeah. far as even if you have to hate that other person right. on screen, that you have some sort of personal right. connection Because if you don't, it's just – it's not going to be a fun experience. I mean, in any workplace, if you're, no, you know, if you're not surrounded by positiveness, you're not going to like it at all. So and most y- of the time. If you've been down here since mid-January, you mm-hmm. obviously are having a little bit of fun. If not, I assume right. you would have gone back to California, correct? Right, right. Mm. I've, I've had a blast. I've seen – where did we – what's, what's that strip club that everybody – you have to go now. to if you come to Atlanta? Uh, the, 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 the Claremont, um, right? Yes. The Claremont Lounge. So we did that the first week I got here, and let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that let me was set, an experience. Let's set the scene for you, Courtney. <laughs> Welcome to 
I was, it was, wow, it was fun, though. It was a nice welcome to Atlanta. Hello. <laughs> I don't think there's another place like the Claremont Lounge in America, no. I would argue. Yeah, not that anyone told would admit me to readily. have to go there. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, Bruce. <Nah. laughs> oh, but yeah. <laughs> Talk to me. Anything yeah. you can tell me about the movie without giving uh, plot away. Yeah, well, I mean. We're a little bit farther than October when I talked to you guys last. Yeah, so. for sure. I, well, I'll give you some of the, uh, like, uh, logistics of it. I mean, I, I think we're, we still should be, uh, what's that? Yeah. Oh, here you Come go. On. Bye, everybody. Bye. Get lost, Bye, Riggs. Getting kicked off. <laughs> Get lost, Riggs. Uh, yeah, the, so the logistics are we should still be, we should be done shooting by the end of March. Um, we're still looking at a, a June-ish release on, on self-distribute DVD, so um, everything seems to be kind of on point with that. So um, those are the logistics. Joining me now is our producer, Dave Lesky. How you guys doing? So What's going on, Dave? Uh, nothing much. Aside from being a fan of Philadelphia sports teams, this guy's pretty all right. So I, I try my best. I'm a Cowboys fan. I just, uh, I'll admit it. It's okay. We, let's just agree to disagree. That's fair. At least we're um, going to walk. But so the – okay, so – let me tell you. Uh, okay, I'll give you some inside scoop on the movie. When Bob and I set out to make the movie, um, we we had every intent of it being like a fucked up, like dark, demented, you know, film. Um, but as we wrote it, we we realized that writing a good story meant that it would be much more than that. Okay, so. So we knew it wasn't j- just going to be like a gore fest and it was going to be just fucked up and, and you know, people were going to be shocked. We knew it was actually going to have substance. So you know, we started out trying to make that kind of a movie, but what we've ended up making, I think, is just a movie that is well-written. There is, some, there is definitely some fucked up parts in it. This is – I told you guys earlier, but for anybody else who doesn't know, this is – would you say it's the biggest scene being filmed today? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's the turning point. Yeah, we, I think we – yeah, it is, and we've made it a point to have the people involved try not to hang out with each other as much as possible because we just – we don't want that kind of comfort level with what's – so it's interesting to see. Like, we, we, we're not filming at this moment because you know, we're all bullshitting right now, but I know that we're about to, and I know it's about to go down, and it's like I'm kind of feeling a little little jittery about it, so it's mm. very cool. So, uh, sorry, but returning to what I was saying a little bit about the film's history is we realized after writing the script and casting the people and developing the story that it was not just going to be a fucked up, demented film. We realized that it was going to be like there are fun parts, there are funny parts, there are fucked up parts. It, I, it's, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I just, uh, it, 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 the film has become more than we, more than we thought we would write. So it's, I mean, it's a good thing because I, I feel like we're in a place now where it's going to be, it's going to appeal to a pretty good amount of people who like different aspects of the horror genre, whether it's the, what do you call it, torture porn and, you know, horror comedy, et cetera, et cetera. So. But as far as the film itself goes, you, you originally asked me to tell you about the film. So, um, <laughs> without spoilers, though. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I think, I think we kind of know the gist, but. Yeah, I th- well, I think you do, and I don't. I don't. It, it, well, it's a cla- you know at the heart of it all, it is a revenge flick, which is one of 
one of the best genres of horror. I think if you ask any horror fan, I think anyone would agree. I mean, you have Look, I Spit on Your Grave was a, a revenge flick. Friday the 13th is a straight up revenge flick, and that is, you know, a franchise you know that rivals few. So, it is a revenge flick at the heart of it. Um Last House on the Left, one of my favorite uh, yeah, horror movies. Yeah, exactly. Is a you, and flick. you and Bob are in that same boat for sure. So I think at the, at the heart of it all, it is a revenge flick about a girl who, uh, and I'll, uh, you know what? Just to not even paraphrase, I'm going to read you what we kind of use like on our social media as a very brief one sentence synopsis, which I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've probably seen. Uh, but a young woman starting a new life is forced to ta- is forced to take extreme measures when things go violently awry. So it's it's a it's it, that's exactly what it is. It's a young woman who decides to make some changes for the better, or so she thinks. And it's not all it's cracked up to be. And she's faced at some point. She's faced with the decision of, do I let shit slide or do I you know flip tables, wreck shop? And she decides to flip tables and wreck shop. So yeah, I mean that's that's the heart of it right there. Yeah. So Dave, you told me earlier, uh, at least signaled to me, you had some good stories to tell me. So you start wherever you want to tonight, man. I'll tell you what, um, it's been an interesting process uh, working with these guys. You know, um, I've only recently met Bruce. Um, I've known Bob for for quite a while now. Um, We've worked together on some other uh, small projects. Uh, So having a chance to be involved with with Strip Club Massacre, uh, with uh, Real Bloody, is is really a fantastic opportunity for me. Um, So when Bob approached me about coming on to the movie, you know, we had already had a, a producer pan, uh, you know, in, in, in his role, um, doing what he was supposed to be doing. Um, I took over as uh, production coordinator, uh, basically being that producer's kind of right-hand guy, um, liaison, you know, between uh, our, our cast and crew uh, towards Bob and Bruce uh, and, and uh, the old producer. Um, the pages, it's where people text Dave and say, oh, my God, what, what, what scenes are we shooting? What is that again? What is that again? What am I supposed to wear? And that's Dave. It's, 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 a, it's fucking, a constant. It's this scene and you wear this shit. Yeah, it's, it's been a constant struggle uh, <laughs> to keep everybody on the same page. That's for sure. So, yeah, I mean, talking about stories, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff that happened in between, you know, my taking over to where we're at now and, sure. and kind of how things have, have transpired. Uh, even from before, you know, writing a whole new shoot schedule because, you know, this guy was also part of the movie and we had already filmed with him. Um, yep. You know, so now we're having to go back and do our reshoots, uh, having to do a whole new cast for this character. Um, you know, and, and we're, you know, 60% of the way through production, you know, 70% of the way. And, you know, we're, we're still having to go back and constantly, uh, you know, recast and, and be able to work on the fly, you know, which is really, you know, I don't know. I mean, you've, you've kind of been... Extremely helpful to me, uh, you know, in, in talking, yeah, yeah. Um, and just kind of being a, a sounding board for myself. Sometimes I know Bob's the same way, you know. Um, they've been great to work with, um, and we, you know, really trying to, f- to focus on getting it done as best as possible. Yeah, I mean, y- y- you know, despite the the you know the producer fiasco, I mean, we talk about the road bumps that we've had and. You know, first day of filming, we had a great day. There was good vibes, and we we said, okay, we're on a, we're on a great roll. Like this is a great way to start out the filming of the movie. And then it was the next day when one of our original Evil Three said, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah, I th- I think the reality of what we required of the person 
finally set in, and and it was uh, I, I can't do this. Sorry. Was it fact, what's required from the character? Um, you know, from the character, but also just from the aspect, uh, you know, like uh, um, like Some personal like, sacrifices, I think. Yeah, you know? and the, what the girls were talking about earlier is, I mean, you're on set and you're half naked, you know, ninety five percent of the time, and I think that, I think that. Uh, on paper, it was a great idea, but when we actually started filming and, and reality set in, it was like, oh shit, uh, maybe not. You know, matter of fact, Alicia, uh, yeah, it's, it, I think it's totally within our means to talk about it. Alicia wasn't our first actress for Megan. We had another girl, and and she was all for it. And when Bob and I finished the script, and we just sent it, actually, it wasn't even before we finished the script. We had the treatment at that point, and we talked to this girl, and we said, look, you know. You got to know what you're up against, and it and it was a, an immediate freak out. Like, oh, I, no, I can't, can't do it. So, so we had to back to the drawing board with that. So we've had to go back to the drawing board a few times with cast changes and crew changes, and but I mean, I think it would be naive to to think that this doesn't happen everywhere where indie films are being made when you're shooting on a on a you know a sub 20 grand budget you know i mean you, and you're pulling in all your friends you know and family and people to help i mean it, there's no way it doesn't happen everywhere you know so we just bob and i tried to as we are in our mid to late 30s bob and i tried to be as smart and as we could and plan this out as best we could and as efficiently as we could uh, i think because we knew like things are going to happen you know so <clears throat> all we've just uh, all we've tried to do is just be as smart as we could about it so that we could prepare for any you know kind of outcome and and yeah we managed to be lucky enough to get Dave on board and he's helped us along the way with these twists and turns we've had to make so and Dave can I assume this is not your first movie you produced ironically no it is Phil it is really yeah, absolutely okay um, I mean I've been in the arts um, for quite a long time um, you know through Savannah College of Art and Design. Um, you know, I've I've been through uh, the Cordon Bleu Culinary School, uh, and I'm a chef by trade. Okay. Uh, that was that was my uh, original lot in life was was a chef. Um, so you know, speaking to that, it, it's very much kind of the same. It's just twisted. You know, the terminology is a little bit different. Um, you know, the, what you're trying to accomplish, of course, you know, the end game is different. Um, but every process along the way, the steps to get there uh, are all generally the same thing. It's about you know proper planning. You know, having having everything in its place the right way, you know, and, and just following procedure. Uh, and, and actually, it's funny because it translates how well it actually does translate uh, to producing a movie because all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, you know, that that you know, as a moviegoer, that you don't think about. You know, but until you're thrown onto set and, and tossed into a position where you have to make it work, you know, it's um, it's not something that like even came through my mind that I could do. Uh, but once you started doing it, and you realize that it's the exact same thing. You know, it really is. It's just about proper planning and, and execution, following the right procedure, having a great team around you as well, you know, to, to be able to bounce ideas off of, work back and forth with them. You know, it's, it's really, um, you know, it, it's, it's fun. It's, it's exciting. And, you know, there is a, a certain um, art to that, you know. Do, do you know the seven P's? Do you, anybody know the seven P's? Is it a uh, proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance? Yeah, I believe that's it. There you go. Yeah, I think everyone has a variation, but yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, yeah, basically. Like but that's yeah. I, and I think that yeah, just like Dave said, I, I, I not to sound like arrogant or anything, but I think no matter what you're trying to tackle, at a certain point, if you realize those seven P's, man, it's 
but they're there for a reason, right? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So first time writers, first time director, Everything. first time producer. Yeah, yeah. that's and, awesome. And a lot of first time guests. So yep. But I, you know, I mean, if you're, you, how else do you do it when you're when you're starting at? Yeah, I mean, you have to. The, what do you do? The first thing you do is you reach for people that you know and trust. <laughs> you know, so well, I think even Robert Rodriguez said, "You have a dog, you have a camera, you make a movie about your fucking dog." Like, <laughs> there you, you go. You have yeah. those are the two things that you have. So exactly. that if you want to make a movie, yeah, absolutely. How do you so do it without doing it? You don't. You have to do it. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's it's been very interesting too. You know, uh, you know, it's it's, you know, with you guys being on set today, it's it's actually like a really, because we are only filming this one specific scene. You know, to today. You know, I think later tonight, I think we have a, a kill scene, uh, I believe, that we're doing. Um, but just for, you know, having you guys on set today kind of brings a new energy for all of us, you know. Um, you know, obviously, we want to nail it um, and make sure that this scene is, is perfect. Um, but having you guys here just brings something new to the table for all of us, something that we haven't experienced yet, you know, as a crew. Um, you know, and, and the location that you're at, I mean, I don't know if I can say it. It's, this is four different... Uh, four different uh, locations sure. in the movie. You know, it's it's yeah. all about the angles that we're shooting it at. It's it's just about you know the time frame of it. Um, you know, and, and we have a great DP in Nick, uh, who's been you know instrumental to helping us find out, you know, and, and block this thing the right way mm -hmm. and, and do it certainly so that it shows uh, in the movie. He's responsible know. for the name. He Nick, our film guy, Nick is the one that said I got an idea for a movie, Strip Club Massacre. And then Bob said, "Well, what is it about?" He said, "Well, you tell me. You write it. I'll fucking I'll film it." And that's yeah. So Nick Nick wrote it. But but yeah, I mean, like like you said, it, you have a camera and a dog. You write. It, you make a movie about your fucking dog. So we've got we've got a house that that as you have seen is pretty nice size with a lot of stuff landscaping around. So I was yeah, wondering when we pulled up today. I was like, "Is this Bob's house?" I was like, "Bob's done pretty well for himself." <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Is his first movie? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is just a, a close friend and actually uh, and and. Uh, She's an executive producer, yeah, she's an for, executive the, for, the producer yeah. for the movie, and and uh, it was just like, you know, mi casa su casa, and we took that and said, well, shit, we can do a lot of different things yeah. here. And we've been, yeah, and, and that's right. I mean, we've been very fortunate, uh, you know, to, to have her, and, and of course, access to this place. Um, you know, this this four locations in one uh, saved us. You know, probably if I had to take a wild stab at it, sixty hours of drive time. Uh, just for being able to be here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm setting up the shoot schedule for the rest of this way where it's we don't have to move from here. We're doing shots over, you know, four or five days so the cameras don't have to be broken down, so the lights don't have to be broken down. And, you know, it works out that way, fortunately for us. Um, you know, it's, it's something that I explored when I took over, um, you know, producing this thing. And, it, and fortunately, it's just been the way, you know, it's, it's worked out. Um, and it's fantastic for everybody that's been involved. And she's, uh, you know, the owner of this place is ecstatic to have us here. She's thrilled to be a part of the movie. Uh, and she's been nothing yeah. but fantastic for us since, uh, since we've, we've been in her place. So well, does she have a passion for, for horror as well, I would imagine? I, th I think she, you know, I don't, I, know, I, I don't know her. Look, she, she's someone that Bob is close to, so yeah. you know, he's, he's <coughs> over there. Um, but I think what her real passion is is uh, I don't know I, I think just being supportive for to, to give someone the opportunity to succeed I think it, it, I really if it goes beyond that all, all the better but I think at the heart of it is just someone who wants to see us succeed and and 
that's been, I think, at the root of her generosity. No, that's, one, that's, so. you're 100% right with that. Yeah. Um, you know, she is, uh, she really does want us all to, to do the best that we can. And, you know, she's going to do anything that she can to make it possible for us. And that's just the type of person that she is. Uh, so it's, it's been uh, really exciting, you know, like I said, to have her on board. And, you know, she's pushing us as well. You know, she pushes us to make sure that we're doing it the right way and, and uh, you know, making sure that we have everything that we need and, and, you know, to make the best movie that we can possibly make. So That's awesome. That's awesome because you said you lost a, a yacht set, but you got mm-hmm. this set kind of out of it. Yeah. And it sounds like this is m- a much better location to shoot at as far as what you guys are trying to accomplish, correct? Without question. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, I imagine a yacht could be kind of challenging for multiple reasons. Yeah, I think the angles were, you know, but it, it was a thing where we, we were offered it, and so we said, oh, well, we, we've, we've got to make it work, you know, and, and it didn't work, end up working. Uh, so we just, you know, you roll with it, right? You, you film your dog, <laughs> right? So you move from one location to another. Yeah. The characters, uh, you know, the characters and the dialogue can stay the same. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Can we can we rewind and continue with the last podcast that we did back in October? Sure. Because we ended, and I and I know that we're all at, well, we're not on time crunch right now, are we? You guys are still okay. We're fine for what an hour and a half. Or <coughs> yeah, so. yeah, but, we're fine. Uh, so we ended the podcast last time, and all I really wanted to do was get you guys' opinion on horror movies. You asked us like, what do you guys like? But do you guys have a favorite subgenre of horror, or what uh, what does it for you guys? For me, it's slashers. Is it? Just I'm a I'm a I'm a slasher. I'm a uh, I'm a Friday the Thirteenth. I'm a uh, slumber party massacre. Yes. I uh, sure. I'm into the uh, I'm into the slasher the slasher genre. Okay. I would say of any of them, and I, um, I guess when I was talking to to Mark Law earlier, mm-hmm. I'm very much like him. I don't like to be creeped out. I don't like disturbing stuff as much as I just like blood and gore, and I like. Sure. Uh, I guess one of my favorite horror movies of all time is Friday the 13th Part 6. I think okay. that took the character, and that's that's perfect for me, the way mm-hmm. that they portrayed him there. I don't like the serious Jason from 3. I don't like the totally fucking goofy Jason from Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, uh, damn, I, I, hated you. I hated that you say that. Uh, I love Jason Takes Manhattan. I had a lot of problems with Jason <laughs> Takes Manhattan. Well, of though. course, uh, of course, but, you know. I, I like, I think Part 6 <coughs> was absolutely where they nailed the okay. character of Jason. Okay. Um, but no, as far as other horror movies, I, I mean, I guess I mentioned uh, Last House on the Left is one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. I really liked, um, what was that one that we watched? Uh, shit. What do you uh, mean? I can't, the one with the people and the masks and the house. You're next. You're next. You're next oh, yeah, was yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed You're Next a lot. Uh, so <laughs> AJ Bowen. AJ Bowen is in your next, and he's in a, a lot of uh, he. He has his hand in a lot of different horror movies for various reasons. Who did he roles. play? Uh, I mean, uh, one. Of, I think was he just a house guest, or was he actually one of the family members? Because not all. Yeah. Well, Ty West was in it, but he was just uh, he was the boyfriend of one of the girls who was a family member. Right. But AJ Bowen was in it. I think maybe he was actually a, a son of the 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 family, the main family. But it was a good one for sure. Um, but no, I, I I'll watch anything. Anything. I haven't I haven't gone the uh, the human centipede route. Well, all three of them are on Netflix for your viewing pleasure. Oh no, I know that they're there. <laughs> they always pull up like, hey Eric. Yeah. 
because you watched this, I know you might like this. And it's I like, mean, really? Because I watched Clerks, I might like the Human Centipede. Come on, Netflix. You know, they're yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're novelties at best. I think um, the first one was original. You can't, you can't, you argue can't, that. you can't argue that. Uh, You're right. This, the second was um, meta original, uh, and and had some. Oh god, I had some fucked up shit in that one. I have not seen the third one. The third um, one's the prison, correct? It's the prison, and it's a fucking hundred long, a hundred person long centipede. So, do you have any guilty pleasures of horror, like things that you know, like I have no fucking right to admit liking this in public, but I'm going to own it anyway? I guess I, it wouldn't be a guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. but dude, like I mean, you put the word cheerleader and massacre, or, or you know, I mean, strip club massacre for me is one right. of the most perfect movie <laughs> titles. If you wanted to get my fucking ticket money, you've got it right. before I even see a second of film. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, but no, like yeah. the um, like the, yeah, the, the cheerleader genre or the um, I don't know how to describe it, like the bubblegum horror, if you will. Yeah, it's just, yeah, for sure. It's I mean, it's it's sla- it's like bim- like valley slasher, bimbo slasher. I don't bimbo know slasher. Yeah, 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 yeah that's exactly. a good way to put it. It's yeah, a, beyond the valley of the slashers, maybe. Yeah. I, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I mean that room was soundproof, so I'm probably loud enough. Well, yeah, if we need to, if we need to stop, the last thing we want to do is uh, we can just whisper. We can just talk like this. Yeah, we can get in real close. So guys, I was thinking, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so run TRG. What's that mean? What say you about horror, man? What What are your guilty pleasures? What are your faves? What do you like? What do you don't like? Uh, my my favorite is Kevin in the Woods. Okay. Um, I which I'll they just remade. Which makes no sense. No, no, no. They did. They remade Cabin Fever, right? Oh no, sorry, Cabin yeah. Fever. I, I yeah. apologize. I'm thinking of the wrong movie. I was no, like, no, no. I mean, I mean it's Cabin in the Woods movie. is relatively new in the first place. Uh, within yeah, within. So is Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever, I think, is like ten years old. <laughs> realistically, as I get older, the time. No, I know. <laughs> Look, listen, I'm I'm the worst at memory and timelines. I but, think you're but, right, though. I think Cabin Fever is um, is ten years old. But they, well, I think they remade it, and it's like everything that I've heard has been what the fuck did you remake for anyway? So, but Cabin in the Woods was like way out of left field. It was yeah. cool. Is, is that what it was? Is that was so way out of left field for you? Or I think it's the fact that it kind of like parodies horror, like all the mm-hmm. funny things about horror movies. Yeah. And I don't know. Besides that, I do. I like really like. I mean, I don't know if you guys would describe it this way, but like campy. Mm-hmm. Like campy horror movies. Sure, that's yeah. exactly. Yeah, for it's sure. just it's more fun that way. To me, yeah. I like to horror movies. Like, I liked your next. That was <coughs> definitely a good one um, when we watched it. But like, if a horror movie doesn't pop some in, something in there to just make you like laugh your ass off, like mm-hmm. that's I don't know. That's what I. So okay, given that, have you? S- okay, I'll, I'll I'll rattle off a couple of recents just out of curiosity. Cooties, have you seen Cooties? With I did. Life? With Elijah Wood, uh-huh. it was fun, right? I liked it. Um, how about um, uh, Final Girls? Oh, loved it. I did too. I started out and I was like, I first started watching, and I was like, "Fuck this! This is why I don't like horror comedy." But I gave it a chance. And I, oh, well, actually, yeah, that was. I thought really they did a fun, really good so. job with that flick. Yeah, I, I thought they did a really good job with that yeah. movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I, you know, I have Ooh. come. Oh, is it loud? Yeah, it's really loud. Okay. We're done. No, we're good. No.